BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case Confirming the body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. What's up? This is Gabriela from the group chat. Um, I mean, for the group on Facebook, I need a redo, bro. I need a redo like ASAP because my meeting lasted longer than I expected. And I wanted to talk with y'all, but... Next time. I'm hoping next time. We hope next time, too. I know. But that's not all we got. Hi, Mark and Charity. This is Anissa from Torrance, California. And I did the pick me texting thing when you guys did that last week. And you called me and I missed your call. And I'm super bummed. I was walking down by the beach and my reception is not great down there. So I missed your call, and I'm really bummed. So feel free to call me back anytime. Love your show. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Bye. We just might take you up on that offer at some point. Seriously, that episode went way better than I could have ever imagined, and we have to do a second one. We I have mean, let's to. Let's be honest. People love hearing themselves of themselves. Well, and even the, the other creeps loved hearing their fellow creeps voices and what they sounded like. Cause you know, you see people post all the time, but you can't hear them. I know you don't actually know what they, they sound and like or look honestly, like. Honestly, that's that. what I love the most is just hearing everyone's voices. Love it. I love it. I'd love to do a big group get together at some point. Yeah. Like a zoom. <laughs> We've tried. Well, we, we tried did. the movie one. Yeah. That fell flat on its face. Yeah. I can tell you that. It was really fun though. I had fun. I did have fun, too, but I'm not a scary movie guy, yeah, so I didn't really like it. Because you're a big wimp, but that's all right. Most people would probably be offended by that, but I openly say that I'm a ginormous oh, wimp yeah. when it comes of to course. that Of course, and that's why I tease you about it, because it's funny. Well, it is true. <laughs> it is true. I think we're going to call somebody. You want to call somebody? I do want to call somebody. I want to call somebody. I'm going to reach out and touch a friend right now. I'm going to act quiet like they can't hear us. Ready? 
Okay. Be secretive. Okay. Because people like that when you did that. Okay. Hello. Hi, who's this? You've reached Joellen. Hi, Joellen. <gasps> You've reached Case Watch. What's up? Hi, Joellen. Hi, Charity. We were so oh, bummed. I'm so excited. I'm fangirling over here. We were so bummed <laughs> out that your phone was not operating properly last week's episode. You were one of the ones we really wanted to talk to. Yay. So what's new? What's going on in Joellen's world? Well, here in Green Bay, the big news is that Taylor Shabisness is having her sentencing hearing. Oh, she um, is. That's Shabisness. right. Yes. So she, uh, they're trying to determine if she's going to be on parole or anything. And they have the case, uh, the court hearing live and they had her dad on there oh, and um, he's, he's a jailbird too. <laughs> I, you know what, Joe Ellen, I saw, not to interrupt you, but I did watch some of him when he was on, on the stand in his little jail outfit. His little jail and, outfit. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I did, I did, you know, I think in his own way, he does truly love her, but she does. She's very troubled. What is your exactly. opinion on the shabusiness case yourself? Yeah. What is your take? I think she deserves to be in jail um, for life. Mm -hmm. I think she needs treatment. I think that if she, if they let her out on probation, that makes her less likely to get treatment. I agree. Definitely. I don't even know. I don't even know her um, personally, but I've heard from other people. She's been troubled since high school. And you got to feel sorry for the girl. I mean, based on everything that she went through, but um, ultimately she did something horrific and yeah. she needs to be in prison and treated. I agree. And I remember when reading that case, you know, of what she did in her drug fueled mind of craziness, you know, she, she obviously has met some me- mental issues, obviously was troubled. And I, we always say this, like in our cases, we feel bad for the younger them, mm-hmm. right? Because you don't want to hear anybody yeah. going through, but you know, many of, many of people in the world go through horrible, horrific things and they don't turn out like that. And her mental issues exactly definitely need to be addressed. Um, but she, I agree. I don't think she should ever see the light of day because she chose to put those drugs in her body. You know, and this poor kid is, I mean, can you imagine the mother finding? No. Oh, my gosh. Now, nowadays, one, exactly. of the things, one of the things that Joellen said that I liked was the second part where she said the treatment. Yes. Because I feel like we get lost on that aspect a lot. I think it's always like, nope, oh, just lock them up, throw right. away the key. We're not solving any of the issues. Exactly. If we study these people, mm-hmm. help them get treatment, maybe we can learn about what's going on. Well, with the human mind in cases like this to maybe prevent a case like this from happening in the future. I agree. And what's funny is, you know, you look at the major, major serial killers where all these profound doctors have really picked their brains and found yeah. out what's going on inside of there. Well, let's use that. Let's use that now and put these people away in a high security prison slash mental institute and let's figure out what's going on. The problem that I have with like Tom, Dick and Harry deciding what's wrong with people, because what's the first thing you see when we discover who these creeps are? Not our creeps, the actual bad douchebag creeps. Not the good creeps. Not the good creeps that we like. (laughs) 
But you get these bad douchebag creeps that get discovered. And then the first thing the neighbor says is, he was just normal. I never yes. suspected a thing. Yeah. And then we go on to hear about all this stuff that people maybe should have suspected, all these red yes. flags. And, you know, maybe I thought it was weird that he was digging in his, you know, yard in the backyard Well, like the Granny Ripa who was dragging people out of her yes. apartment in, in parts. I mean, so who doesn't notice that? We're not a good judge of character to begin right. with. We're really good at saying what people did. We're True. really good Monday morning quarterbacks. Yes. You tell us a crime and show us who did it. We're really good at telling you all the reasons why we should have caught him beforehand, but we're not good at <laughs> we're not figuring good at it catching out. them. <laughs> so, Joellen, what's going on in the um, the whole uh, kitty adoption um, situation? Any more funny stories for us? Um. Well, I ha- can't think of any real funny ones um, right now. I have three cats of my own. Uh, two adult fosters and uh, three kittens Um, and in heaven last night we last night we had a kitten returned to us who had been uh, who had been adopted like two weeks ago just two weeks and they claimed that she was um, she was pooping everywhere and just had diarrhea and this is a kitten. I was just going to say. she probably was stressed out. Aww. She's probably stressed out by the new environment. They didn't even give her time. You know what? We don't want that kitten to be with that family then. It's probably the best thing possible. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it was I'm, funny because. Oh, sorry, go ahead, well, yeah, it's funny because the other day, um, Kristen's cousin was here. So she had spent the night and I never get it. None of Kristen's family are cat fans. They're all like dogs. And I have my Sophie and her cousin was like, is she going to like claw my eyeballs out in the middle of the night? Oh my night? God, Sophie is like, the sweetest little thing. I'm scared. I'm like, do you see what she's doing right now? Where she's like, and, and at the time she's laying on my chest upside down yep. with her head and her f- arms out. Yeah. Very dangerous. And I'm like, look out now. She's going to attack. Like, look out. I she's always, dangerous. And I always, she's like, well, I don't know. Maybe she gets mad at night. I'm like, the only way night. Sophie gets mad, if you try to bring her outside. Or you try to give her a tongue, uh-huh. and then she gets brutal. Sophie, most cats, I got lucky because most cats, all they want to do is go outside. Right. Sophie, I'll leave the door open. She'll go over. She'll like sniff at the outside, and then she'll turn her nose up and say, "Yeah, f that noise." It's just it goes, scary she goes out there. right back in the house and sits down. She never <laughs> exactly. wants to go outside. She has no interest in it. I brought her outside last week, just holding her so somebody could see her. And she was just like, get me out of this horrible, horrible environment. I want to go back into That's my comfy so chair. You know what I find funny? That there, there is a, such a divide between cat and dog yes. lovers. I love all animals. Yeah. I have two dogs now, but growing up, I had two cats and a dog. Um, I would love some cats to add, but my two dogs are very elderly now and any other animal coming in the house probably wouldn't be good. Your dogs are cute, though. I know. But I mean, that's the thing. I just I love just all animals. If I could have... Like a little farm, I I would. Can you picture me? I could. (laughs) Farmer charity out there. Same here. With my mucklucks, is that what they? I find it interesting. Oops. No, go right ahead. I find it interesting that dog people, dog people like to know the breeds of their dogs. Like my dog is a Newfoundland, or my dog is an Irish Setter, and cat people are like, it's a cat. It's a cat. It's a tabby cat. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I, know. I get that, but Sophie is a Persian. Oh, yes. Yeah. See, here he goes. Persian. Here he goes. 
But I bought yep. her for that simple reason of I knew that they consider themselves royalty and they're yep. very loyal cats. Yes, they do. So basically, <laughs> she has to have the best. And if she doesn't get it, she gets mad. If I'm out all weekend, when I get home, she will come, acknowledge me, make me give her treats because she does the door where she won't let you through unless you give her treats. And then she basically will come up and sit with me. But she'll put her butt towards me and she will not cuddle me. She's like, you don't get the face. She's today. like, you don't get the face. You get the stinky <laughs> end. And she's funny about it. And I don't dislike cats. I mean, dogs. I just don't live the lifestyle that's conducive to dogs. Right. Cats. Like I Same can throw. Here. They're easier. Yeah. I can throw food down on yep. the thing and be gone. For I the totally weekend. agree with that. Yes. They're much easier to care for. Dogs, no. You had to have somebody come watch them, take care of them, this yep. or that. They're, they're way more needy when and it comes I to that. Yeah, three to five days a week, so yep. it doesn't it doesn't work for me. I want to know a little bit about exactly. more about Joellen because Joellen's been with us from the beginning. She's been our one of our biggest advocates from very, day one. So we want to hear <laughs> more about Joellen's life. Yeah, how did you get into true crime? It all started with the uh, Gabby Petito. Yep. Case, and I was just looking for um, for more information on on her, and a search came up with Case Watch, and I was addicted from the first episode that I listened to. I just love that we found our people. I do too. <laughs> we found our Me creeps. Too. <laughs> the whole the whole group is just amazing. I just everybody is so supportive and. Um, it's just, it's amazing to see that this community has formed from this little start of a yeah. two weirdo creeps that just like to talk about crime and have weird personalities. <laughs> I've mentioned this before. When I really exactly. got into true crime was Case File. There was a, there's another yes. true sh- crime uh, podcast called Case File. That one's been around a, for a long time. Yep. He's got a great accent. Mm-hmm. It draws me in, like the dulcet tone of his voice. I actually, that puts me to sleep. I was I just going to say that one is one that puts me to sleep in a good way. Like it relaxes me when he talks about, like, yeah. you know, dismembering like and such. So, it's just he's got this voice that's on so On today's episode, we are going to discuss what happened on with Charity here. We're going to talk about her getting her head ripped yep. off and being fed to the wolves. And I'm, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, and I'm, I'm like, like oh, this is great. so great. This is I'm, so great. <laughs> Like the the way he talks makes me happy. I like it. I mean, shout out to him. And they he he nobody knows who he is. Nope. He's always been known as mm-hmm. anonymous. Yeah. He's, it's been that way forever. He happened to he told a story once on the show, which actually cracked me up, where he was saying that one of his wife's friends was talking about podcasting, and he's like, "Oh yeah, they got that one that that the, the case file that I really like." And he's like, "Oh, I heard about them before." Not even saying like, yeah, dude, you're standing in his house. I'm him. Um, hey, Joe Ellen, I was going to mm-hmm. start this. Yes, Charity. I was going to start this podcast after we spoke to you with some more weird ass history. Would you like to stay on the line to hear some of it? I would love to. Okay. Let me just get it up. With my I head. love weird history. Let's see weird history. So that goes to that. That gets one of these. Meow. <laughs> I get some. Oh, I'll give it both. I like I'll try both not to mess up so Mark doesn't have to pause. <laughs> yeah, but that's the fun. Well, for you, <laughs> he's got all the buttons over there, Joe Allen. It's not fair. I do have a lot of buttons. He does. Sometimes I know what they do. All right. Let right, me jump right in. Hold on a moment. Let me just get here. It's like roll that beautiful bean footage. Let me just. Um, 
This is right here, guys, is what we discussed when I gave Charity a one out of five for her Stop tech it. ability. She's tr Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Trying to figure out how to open her laptop. No, my it is opened. Oh. I'm just now. Here's my first weird ass history thing. I name it something different every time, too, because I don't know. <laughs> Our segments never keep the same names. So, so guys, you know, good, good old medieval times came with some amazing beliefs. And I'm never let down at all. There were, of course, fairies back then, and they were kind of devious. It was thought that these fairies would sometimes kidnap babies and leave a fake baby in its place, guys. A fake baby. Nobody noticed. One that was a changeling. Oh, boy. A changeling, you know, it could morph into other things. This was a very frightening thought back then, as you can imagine. I mean, I would be mortified if a fairy replaced my baby with a fake baby. I mean, it all depends. Would it cry as much and stink? I don't know. It could. You could. You might could have, have a little bear or something. Might in have the, to discover this. I don't know. Um, there had to be mm -hmm. some way of figuring out if your baby was actually yours and not a fake one left by a fairy. Okay, let's hear this. One of the foolproof ways to tell was to get the attention of your baby, then grab a shoe and put it in a bowl of soup. If your baby laughed, they were definitely a changeling because a real baby would never have found that funny, guys. Ever. I find it kind of funny right now. <laughs> it I makes might sense, be a changeling. Right? It totally makes sense. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, here's what you got to do. You're like talking to all your friends because you're scared. You're, I think the fairy came last night. He laughed right? at the soup. He laughed at the soup. Little I don't know if he John laughed. boy Jim Bob is gone. I don't know if he laughed or if he had gas. What do I do? Do I do the soup thing again? Is there another right. thing I can do? I don't well, know. Do they have another thing you could do? <laughs> what? Another thing? I don't know. I'm sure. But that was the foolproof way. That was yes. the really only one way you could find That's out. That's the one way. Well, this is also coming from people that would, let's get information out of them. I got it. Let's hook... Both arms and both legs, each to a horse, and have them run the other direction. Oh, God, I know. We'll get all the info out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. They're very smart people back then. Very. In the Middle Ages, mm -hmm. if you were left-handed, you would want to keep that information to yourself, guys. Because, you see, if you were left-handed, you were definitely a witch, and most likely you were practicing witchcraft. Everyone knew the devil himself was left-handed, along with any evil spirit. Yep. That's just a known fact. Oh, 100%. Back then. It still is. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know redheads have, have no soul, right? Yeah. So I've told Aubrey, who happens to be a left-handed redhead, that she's not only a witch, she has no soul. She loves her father very much. She does. I've told her this every day of her life. 
Aubrey, I love you, but you have no soul. You're horrible. You're such a good dad. <laughs> I also texted her yesterday because it was National Daughters Day. Aww. And I just texted her and said, I don't need to post on Facebook to tell you that I love you. I love you every day. Aww. See, that's cute. Well, it's Aww. true. This is just monkey see, monkey do. Because you see people at about nine o'clock last night start posting it. And it's just like, oh, you were shamed into it because all your friends are posting yep. it. Well, I'm not giving in. I'm not acknowledging I have children online. So <laughs> F you. And I just texted my kid. Well, my mom posted, uh, texted me before everybody was posting. Aww, so I guess see? I'm special. You are very special, <laughs> Joe Allen. Yep. Joe Allen special. Um, so uh, the word sinister actually comes from the Latin word meaning left. Okay. So that's why they kind of correlated that. Many left-handed people were even burned at the stake to keep them from hurting those around them. So actually, this kind of, if you read more in, comes up to the to the witch trials. And a lot <laughs> of the witches they burned were left-handed, and that might have been the only reason they were burned. Isn't that horrible? Like how crazy that, is, that was back then? Dumb. I know. That's crazy. And that's where the people, it's still like to this day, some people believe that left-handed people are not good. Right, exactly. I don't know. See, Aubrey, Joellen says you're not good too. Oh, don't don't put that in Joellen's mouth. <laughs> don't twist my words. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> oh, you got it. That's what she said. Uh, so forecasting Ooh. the weather is not an easy task, even though it has become much more accurate with the help of modern technologies. It has not. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, how many times has it been said that the weather is bright and sunny, and when you look out your window, it's raining? You can imagine how difficult it was to predict the weather back in the 1800s. Farmers relied on the rain to make their crops grow, which was super important, especially in those times. The people during that time wholeheartedly believed that rain follows the plow. That's in a quote. That's kind of their little quote they'd say. For this reason, there was a ton of digging going going on, getting lots of plots um, ready in the hopes that the rain would come and make the make the rain gods happy. So they were like digging up these big we were really dumb areas because they they figured if they if they dug it up then the rain would come and then yep. the gods would be like woohoo it's like tossing people into the volcanoes to make it not want to erupt yeah doesn't like, the, hello. No, that doesn't work right no nope, that doesn't work what do you mean nope doesn't work charity sorry what do you mean it doesn't there work there was that on the brady bunch there was that like yep oh. do you remember the little uh when when greg found yep. the little statue yep. and he like he, he crashed his surfboard and got all hurt. Yeah. It was that little figurine's fault. We got to get rid of the trinket. <laughs> Apparently during the 1870s and 1880s, there was an unusually high amount of rain in West America. Only validating all the digging was working. Yep. I mean, come on now. That's it. All the digging. Bring back human sacrifices. I guess it works. I mean, all the digging did have a negative and dangerous outcome, though. It was one of the major reasons for the formation of the quote-unquote Dust, Dust Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> oh, Mark knows. I sure do. The oh, my. The Dust Bowl was simply all the dug-up areas that were supposed to be farms but never were. Unhealthy, it, it killed the whole central Literally, unhealthy dust was blown around, I'm sure, causing very unsafe breathing conditions. It's like in the old movies and of the Wild West where you see the tumbling weeds and the debris. That really was happening. Yes. But by the... 1890s, they decided that belief wasn't right anymore um, because it was a horrible drought, no matter how much digging was done. And oh. the rain just never came. So the gods were angry, I guess. So they said, you know what? That must not have been real. If you want to play a game that has a lot to do with that time period, play. It's called Fallout New Vegas. 
I actually don't play many games. That's one that I do play. Oh. Where you get to go into post-apocalyptic, basically old times during during the 1800s time period. Where you, it's it's really cool. You'd have to check it out. Oh. Charity's like, uh, no. All right. This one is hysterical to me. Hysterical or hysterical? Hysterical. Hysterical. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. hear it. Uh, are either of you or any of the creeps a fan of Game of Thrones? Yes. Love it. How about you, Joel? Mm-hmm. When that when that chick got naked in like episode number one and walked in front of the screen, I was like, I'm in. I don't even. Of care course what, you are. What else this show's about? Although the last episode was really bad. Yeah. I never finished it. I was so mad. I stopped. I literally was in mourning for like a week. I was like, after all this buildup, why? I don't even know what season I was in. I remember they were attacking the city, and little Peter Dinklage was like on the side of the oh, shore. Oh, he was so good in that. He was like walking down the castle yep. wall and towards the water. That's the last episode I ever watched. Oh, you got to finish it, though. Nah, I never even finished uh, Walking Dead either. I, I didn't either. I go back every now and again, though. Once they killed off. Don't say it. People might not people. have watched. OK, thank you. I'm sorry. If you haven't, if you yep. don't know they killed Glenn, this is on you. <laughs> Give me a break. Glenn and Abraham, <laughs> when they killed them, you're like, I'm out. done. Abraham, if anybody who knew my dad, because my dad's been gone for 20 ish years. Anybody who knew my dad, Abraham was a spitting image of my father. So every time I got to watch that show, it was like watching my oh, dad. Oh, really? And okay, then that they makes sense. Him off. I was like, I was oh, like, that makes F sense. You, I'm out. Well, anyways, the Game <laughs> of Thrones had all the things. They had the White Walkers, the rando creatures, the dragons, and of course, giants. Yes, it was a great show. Yeah. Do you think we had any of those types in history? I think we did. Would be dumb. I to would think love we- to think if we had giants walking around. And little tiny people. You never know. And the giants could like carry them. I don't know. What do you think ants look up and see us? They exactly. probably giants. Maybe ants are actually people. Have you and ever seen Honey I Shrunk the Kids? I love that movie. The, One of my they're, favorites. Like, sleeping in the Legos. Yes. Like, my entire life, I was like, as a kid, I just wanted to be shrunk. And Me go live too. In a after backyard. watching that movie, I was like, this yes. is so cool. Except you just don't want to get stepped on. Yes, or be ants. <laughs> So on on October 16th, 1869, in upstate New York, workers were digging a well for a man named William Newell. As they were digging, they hit something big and hard. We're going to pause for Mark. (laughs) We're so mature. They were stopped in their tracks and knew they had to investigate. They continued to uncover the ginormous thing. Oh, hold on, hold on. That's what she said. Yep. And to their surprise, <laughs> they uncovered a 10-foot-tall man that had been preserved in stone. So he was so old. Ooh, he's he had petrified. been in the ground. He was petrified. Yes. William Newell knew his team of diggers had found something magnificent. So he decided to make a little extra cash as people came from all over to have a look at the giant from the past. He charged Ooh. 50 cents a look. As hundreds of archaeologists came to inspect the man, was this man real? Was he indeed a giant that lived among us? Well, a man named George Hull was an atheist and didn't believe all his religious friends that said, according to Genesis 6, 4, giants did once live among us. George decided to play a not so little joke on the religious community. Oh, no. He bought a oh, huge boy. piece. <laughs> he bought a huge piece of in the, 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 whatever that stone is, sent it to Chicago and had a stone cutter carve it into the shape of a man. 
the stone cover promised he would never divulge what he had done. I bet he signed a non-compete because those are probably a thing. Non-disclosure. Oh, sign, this, sign this NDA <laughs> right now that you cut my stone. Go ahead. <laughs> Chemicals were even used to make the big ass man look like he had become a stone like substance. Petrified, as you said. George then waited a year and sent the statue to his cousin's farm, William Newell. So he was on this in on this too, guys. William buried the statue only for his crew to find it when they began to dig. Archaeologists and other scientists were sure the statue wasn't real. But all the religious people <laughs> believed the 10-foot tall man was real. The longer the debate went on, the more people came to view the man. In fact, P.T. Barnum offered to buy the giant for the equivalent of $1 million today. Wow. How would not sell? Oh so Barnum made his own giant out of plaster and said it was the real giant and started making money off of that. <laughs> People are so dumb. Uh, Hal was obviously pissed that Barnum was making money off his original idea. So he finally came clean and told everyone what he had done. The case went to the court and a judge ruled that both giants were fake. And because of that, <laughs> Hal couldn't sue Barnum for making a fake giant man look like another fake giant man. <laughs> This is this awesome. Killed me. Can you like how funny? This is great. I love when like honestly, I like I say all the time. I keep thinking uh, there can't be more weird stuff that like you know. And then and you I continue find to it, find it. It just shows up in my search engine. This one was great. I do love. I this. want to find a giant man. That was my last one, guys. So I'm curious before we let uh, Joellen go. What is the weather like right now oh, yeah. up in the Great Green Bay area? It is in the mid-60s and uh, mostly cloudy. It's not raining, but it's perfect for me. Perfect fall weather. I love fall weather. I hate it. And it's the trees favorite. are starting to turn even. It's it's crazy. Our eyes, our eyes are starting to turn a little bit, aren't they? A couple. Yeah. yeah like they said the it was going to be delayed a little bit because of all the rain we've had, but I don't know if there's any truth in that. Mm -hmm. There's no time I like more than having to freaking take care of my lawn. Blow the leaves into my neighbor's yard. It's awesome. The bad good neighbor, time. not the good neighbor. Yeah, whatever. I just blow them wherever. I don't even care. I bet they love you. Oh, no, they hate me. This they one don't. hates them. No, my neighbor on one side hates me. The other one likes well, me. Well, guess what? What? This episode is about neighbors. Ooh, I like it. Yep. All right, Joellen, thank you for joining us so far on the show. We're going to let you have to wait like the rest of the crew I for have this to episode. listen till tomorrow. <laughs> But thank you for coming Ooh, on. So glad I'm, to have you. I'm so excited. This is this made my week. Yay! It made our week too. Made our week as well. I will talk have to you a later. Good day, you too, Joelle, and talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. That was fun. Oh, that was so fun. I'm so because I was so bummed that because I know how much she wanted us. Yes. There's creeps and then there's super creeps. She's well, because she's she's a super she's creep. She's one of the super creeps. Yeah, she is. And if anybody's at home going, wait, am I a creep or a super creep? If you're asking that question, you're a super creep. Yeah. Yeah. If you're you're like, am I one of the good ones? Yeah, then you are. We know most of you. We like, do. I'm not even gonna lie. All the ones that interact on the show, like I feel like we know you. And, and there's still new names coming on. Yes. I saw yep. a couple posts from a couple some new, new names. ones came on the other day. I saw that. All right, we're getting into this. Jump ready? right in. I want to hear about this D-bag of a neighbor. Oh, it's not just one. I have oh. a bunch of cases. Did you do this on my street? <laughs> uh, I did not. This is not on your street. These oh. are just a little compilation of some things that are horrific. I'm so excited I'm going to get right it. into it.
most of us have lived somewhere and had neighbors we might not have enjoyed, just as Mark was just t- yep. telling Joellen. Maybe they were loud, smelly, dirty, or just downright rude. Today, we are going to be talking about neighbors that turned deadly for one reason or another. Maybe they were pushed one step too far and lost their crap, or maybe they were just pure evil. We're going to start with a quick little story that I think many people have heard. Marvin John Hemeyer lived in Granby, Colorado at the time of this incident. Let's just say Hemeyer didn't have many friends. He was at odds with more than one Granby town official, the press, neighbors around his muffler shop, and other rando citizens. He sounds like that guy that everyone knows around town for being in altercations with almost everyone. So he he just wasn't happy. He disputed everything. He just, he just, I don't know. He was angry for some reason. In fact, he was so pissed at his neighbors and community, he secretly decided he should take them all out. Meaning, oh boy. take the whole town out. I know this story. Yep, most a lot of people do. You've talked about this, I yes. think, on here before. It took him 18 months to modify a Komatsu bulldozer into kill, a killing machine. Friday, June 4th of 2004, was the day this deranged man decided to act against those that had wronged him. He first took down the Granby Town Hall along with other buildings in a previous mayor's entire house. And the mayor's wife elderly wife was in the house at the time and thank God she wasn't harmed. He continued destroying the town, essentially running it over until his custom made bulldozer got stuck in a hardware store. He had planned to kill himself after destroying the town and some of the people in it, but his plan didn't go as flawlessly as he wanted. Not only was he stuck, but he also didn't kill anyone. Thank goodness. Everyone was able to get out of the house and buildings ASAP guess it wasn't hard to ignore the fact that a crazed man in a bulldozer was attacking. They actually did reverse 911 when mm-hmm. they when this first started and it contacted everybody in the town and that saved everyone's lives, honestly, because... I'm not out for people killing people, but uh, living and growing up in small towns, I can kind of say, I get it. Yeah, I guess. I know. So There's what, nothing worse than a town official who's a complete douchebag and doesn't care about the town and only cares I get about it. themselves. I get it. I hate them. Not talking from experience. No, no, from no. People in you know the small towns that I grew up in right. that were total douchebags and that I, ran the community. I totally get that. Totally not calling them out here right. at all because they were never scumbags and right. only cared about but themselves. But being a scumbag, you know. But in the same token, you shouldn't like run over people's houses with a bulldozer. With a bulldozer. Yeah. But- I get it. Yeah. So when he found himself stuck, he just killed himself right there in the bulldozer via gunshot wound. The saddest part about this story is that it's hard to remember this was a regular guy that had some normal relationships. John Baldry was a friend of Hemeyer's and said he was- Sounds really close to my last name. (laughs) Yeah, right? And said he was a likable guy. His brother, Ken, said that he would bend over backwards for anyone. In fact, many people described him as a friendly, nice guy. People outside the town. He seemed to have grievances with many people in the town. Who knows what happened that caused Hemeyer to lose his crap, what the final straw was. But in my opinion, it sounds like he had a severe mental break. The entire attack lasted about two hours. He hit a total of 13 buildings, causing approximately $7 million worth of damage. So he did the trick when it comes to destroying the town because yep. they had to rebuild everything. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it was, it's a, think of it being like a natural disaster. So I'm wondering what the final straw was. 
You know, like he, it's building, it's building, it's, it's building, it's building. something stupid and small. Yeah. Because to, to me, it, like I said, in my opinion, it does sound like he just lost his crap and was like, that's it. I'm, you're all gone. Yes and no. Because he also he did. Planned it. Spend quite a considerable amount of time making a killdozer. He did. Like, that's not just something of the last minute. Because, like, if you just decided, I snapped and I'm going to build yep. this. Maybe by the time you're armor plating it, you're like, this is probably a bad idea. Yeah. He didn't have that. No, he didn't. And, you know, we can't ask him. Nope. We can't ask him what was in his mind because he's not with us. So, And like I said, lots of people said he was a likable guy. Yeah. We just discussed that. We did. We're a horrible judge of character. Uh-huh. This uh, next story is a frustrating one. It comes from Fox 59. It happened in Indianapolis. The victim was 38. Great, because I'm going to India in like oh, a month. 38-year-old <laughs> Mark Urich. His family says he was punched and knocked out by a neighbor outside their apartment building in early January of 2023. So this, this, some, some of these happened this year already. Yep. Mark collapsed from a head injury. His nine-year-old son could hear gurgling noises and he was unresponsive. So he called for help. When the paramedics arrived, Mark had already passed away. Mark's mother and sister claimed that before he died, he took the trash out and got into an argument with a neighbor. They also claimed that a doorbell camera caught the entire assault um, in real time. Oh, boy. His sister, Kimberly, said, quote, my brother is seen in the video with his hands in his pockets and never once defended himself. Also, according to court documents, Mark's girlfriend was arrested and charged with domestic battery for allegedly hitting him in the head with a metal cup. Yikes. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. Those charges were dismissed because of Mark's death. And so hmm. that's interesting. That is very interesting. I always like to tell people when I'm traveling. So I will be uh, first week of December. I will be in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, I'll be at P the PRI show. So if you're in that area or want to just come say hello, hang out, hit me up. Yep. I, I am probably one of the most accessible people there are out there. I don't shut people down. I don't turn them nope. off. Open you want to come hang out? Come yep. hang out. I'll be at PRI that entire week. That's awesome. So, so let I'll me, also be half naked in the pool at some point. I did book a nice suite oh, with a big pool. So nice. You're gonna have to do some selfies for the creeps. No. So let me ask you, you this. See that in person. When you go somewhere that like when you travel anywhere, do you put your location on at least just for Kristen? My location's always on. Okay. I don't care. No, right. I don't I it's so funny because the people that there's two groups of people in this world. People that like hide their phone and like password protect the crap out of it and turn their location off. And then there's people like me that, eh, whatever. You want to just look at my phone? I don't really care. No. I, I, that's just the way I am. I don't even care. Nice. There's nothing on there that my daughter couldn't open up and see. So. Oh, God, yeah. It's like, give me a break. So Mark's cause of death was deemed blunt force to the head. Um, IMPD considers the death an unsolved homicide. The family is very upset over this. Mark's mother, Cynthia, said, quote, I have been through pure hell since I lost him, but I want justice for my son, my grandson, and the rest of our family. If anyone has any information, please contact Sergeant Michael Duke at the IMPD Homicide Office at 317-327-3475 or email him at michaelduke at indy.gov. I really, really, really hope this family can find some answers because that is just so sad. It's horrible. It really is. I mean, and especially if they have some video of possibly the person who. I can't even. That. Oh, I think that makes it worse. Right. For me. I don't know. 
It's horrible. People suck. Ready for the next one? I am. Okay. This is from ABC News, and it happened in March of 2013. In 2008, a 55-year-old man named Michael Vilken bought the house next to the house um, 56-year-old John Upton was renting. Michael went to work on his property right away, clearing all the brush that had grown in. So he bought this house. He was so proud that he bought this house. He wanted his yard to look just right. Yep. So he meticulously worked every waking moment on his land. Me too. Yep. Hoping, <laughs> Mark, this is maybe this is about you. <laughs> hoping to turn his home into his dream home. So Michael was an immigrant from Soviet Georgia uh, and took much pride in his house, like I said, in his surroundings. So he 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 was living Spend the American dream. Spit it out, Charity. He was living the American dream. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. You know what? That's mean. <laughs> I wish Joellen was still on here. Maybe she'd stick up for me. She should have been giggling. The surrounding neighbors saw things a little differently. They thought their new neighbor had become a little too obsessed with his lawn. John Upton apparently told family members that it really bothered him that his new neighbor was removing trees that helped to keep the home he was renting more private. John and Michael disputed over a 130-foot area of land just outside of John's residence that he was renting. For over two years. So this is my question to you. So Michael owned his house. He was the one who was meticulously working on his yard. Some neighbors thought he looked obsessed. John Upton was renting. Why didn't John, maybe he did, contact the landlord to see if that 130-foot area was actually the landlord's land and let the landlord deal with it? All right. I'm going to just maybe make lots of friends here or not. Oh. So- if you're renting, I don't give an F about what you think about your property because it's not yours. Buy your own property. The guy, if that property who of the of the homeowner, Michael, was that who it was? Michael's mm-hmm. the homeowner. He's the homeowner. If that trees are on his property and he wants to cut them, tough shit. I agree with that. But the question get is get off my lawn. The Jerry. question to me is. If John had got the landlord involved, he would have known exactly where the property lines were and let the landlord deal with it. You know, because you 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 should tell your grievance to your landlord. Yeah, was 100%. My point. He had no business sticking his nose into what's going on. Well, let's continue on. Yeah, come to my property and tell me what I can and can't do on it. You, you'll be told very nicely where to go shove it. So Michael wanted to take down the trees and brush while John wanted to keep them for the privacy, like we said. Michael later claimed that he was afraid of John. He said that every time he was working in his yard, cutting down trees in the area, John would come out and scream at him, telling him to stop cutting. Sounds like a bully. I don't know. I don't know. This is coming from one person, and we don't have the other person's account. Oh. Okay? This was a regular occurrence until March 28th, 2013. Uh, This was the day things turned deadly. That morning, Michael said, again, we only have one person's account. Michael said that John came out yelling at him again, but this time he thought that John was holding a gun. Instead of going inside and calling the police, Michael simply shot John dead with the gun he was actually carrying. All right. So this is where it turns stupid. This is where it turns stupid. Okay. All right. Because to me, all right, you think he's holding a gun. Why are you even holding a gun? You know, to that point. Go inside. If he's if he's that aggressive with you, go inside and call 911. That would have helped the situation. I, I 
I think I know more about this case than you do. Just because this, I'm almost positive this was a Dateline 2020 episode. It could have been. And oh, no, pretty, it was. It definitely was, yeah. I, I, I've i studied this case top to bottom. Did they were you? both douchebags. Oh, yeah. I, 100%. Of course. Of course. They, they each kept one-upping each other. Yep. One would put barriers. One would knock them down. One, I mean, this just, is what happens, though, when it escalates to that point. Instead yep. of just calming down and contacting you people just you need to contact. A complete passive aggressive D-bag like my neighbor is who just like sends Kristen never texts me. Always Kristen. Hmm. Always texts her. He says the last time he's like, "Hey, just wondering, do you want uh, the phone number of a a good uh yard maintenance company?" <laughs> and she's like, "No." He's like, "Oh, just wondering because you know, the way you guys maintain your lawn is pretty horrible." So I immediately like just drive crap over and park it over on the side of oh his my yard. Of course you do. D-bag. I can't stand him. So it was later discovered that the quote unquote gun John was holding was his BlackBerry phone. Police arrived and arrested Michael and he was held on a $5 million bond. During his trial, Michael testified saying he had been afraid of John and shot him in self-defense. He also told the court that he was sure the BlackBerry was a gun. It only took a jury three days to find him guilty of first degree murder. The families of these two men are left to try and understand why the senseless death happened. Because now you have two people who lost their lives. Really think about it, right? Oh, 100%. One's in jail for the rest of his life. The other one's not breathing. And so, now nobody has the enjoyment of this property. Exactly. exactly. So Michael Vilkin's wife told ABC News, quote, Michael has a beautiful heart. I did not believe it. I still don't believe it. John Upton's daughter, Elizabeth, had this to say to 2020. It's devastating. Who would do this? Who is this guy who murdered my father in cold blood? For what? Michael still stands by his original statement. You're right. They did. They went to the jail and did a whole interview. So if anyone wants to look that up, you can. So in the in the interview, Michael stands by his original statement to this day, saying he shot and killed John in self-defense. I'm not saying either one's right. I'm not saying either one's wrong. But what I'm saying is we need to learn how to handle. I agree. How we act. I agree. It's Let, senseless. Clearer heads prevail, honestly, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you guys are fighting over something dumb. Something but dumb. at the main token, I'm going to just say this right now to the people in the back, just in case they want to hear. I don't remember the story of this case, but I, I'm almost positive that the trees in question and all this stuff were actually on the guy's property who owned the property. I'm going to have to look it up fully. I don't care if what happens on your neighbor's property, you like it or not. It's not your effing property. Right. I Get mean, over it. Unfortunately, yeah. That's just the... End of discussion. Do something on your property to make you happier. Stop worrying about what happens at your neighbor's yard. In our towns, you probably saw this. In one of our town's little Facebook rant pages yesterday, somebody in this community got a fine. It's $5,000 a day for letting water out of their pool in their property. Oh, because they have to bring the pool down a couple inches so they could close it. And the town got a picture from a neighbor. Of course. And that's how they did this. Mm -hmm. Except I like the fact that the people did their research. The water wasn't chlorinated. The law states chlorinated water. Oh, that's good. So now they're going back against the town. This is my problem with people. Mind your own effing business. End of discussion. Put up a really, really tall fence. That's always yeah. my put up a tall, tall fence and plant your own trees that that in your own yard if you own yep. that covers that. That's that that would solve the town I used to live in. Charity, 
dictated what your outside lights were. Oh, yeah. Where they could be pointed, how yep. many you were allowed to have. Like, yep. hello. That's come crazy. On. I, you know, the Overreach other thing is too, much? it's like the, what, the only thing that would really bother me from a neighbor would be excessive, horrible noise. Like super loud radio, you know what I mean? Like that just won't, you can't sleep at night, that type of thing. Was it there before you moved in? No, they moved in. Okay. So this is something that I deal with, with running racetracks. Yeah. We get people that call all the time, complain about the sound, complain about this, go to the city to try to get the track shut down. These tracks have been there for 75, 80 years. Right. Um, It was there when you moved there. You knew about it. Yep. In it's that like case, the people I agree. who move next to a farm and then complain about the smell. In that case, I totally agree with you. F what off. I'm talking about is like, you know, excessively after a certain time. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Oh, and I'm not talking. I'm no, I'm a night owl. So I yep. that that might, I, I, I haven't had to have that situation happen to me, but I could see that bothering. Oh, 100%. A little bit. Next story is next. from W.E. SH2 and happened in Ocala, Florida on June 2nd of this year again. I, I love this the one's stuff. really, oh, this one really, I, oh my God. 58 year old Susan Lewis Lawrence was allegedly very upset that her neighbor, 35 year old AJ Owens, let her children play in a field near her house, not on her land, near her house. I guess the sound of children laughing and playing outside in the fresh air really irked her. <laughs> this information is all coming from the Marion County Sheriff's Office. The report went on to say that Lawrence was so annoyed that she threw a skate at one of Owen's nine-year-old sons, whacking him in the foot. The nine-year-old and his 12-year-old brother went to Lawrence's door to see why she was so mad. When she opened the door, she began to swipe at the brothers with an umbrella. So she was trying to hit them with the umbrella. <laughs> I don't know why she was so angry. I don't know either. The boys obviously left the woman's house and went home to tell their mother what had happened. Like any other parent, Owens was very upset that her neighbor had been so aggressive with her children. So she marched on over to have a talk with her and just find out what was going on. Lawrence must have been on the lookout because as soon as Owens reached the front door, she was met with a gunshot through the door. Through the door. Through the door. She didn't even open the door. I think I remember this case. Mm Mm-hmm. Lorenz allegedly shot her without even opening the door, a fatal shot to her chest. Lorenz claims she shot her neighbor in self-defense. Nope. She said Owens was trying to break her door down. I mean, maybe just stay inside with the door locked and call police. This is, again, I don't understand how it escalated that quickly. Nope, not at all. This lady's a douchebag. Nothing she's going to say is going to make me feel otherwise. She's a... She claimed Owens had tried to come after her in the past. She did not. A release from MSCO came after investigators talked to witnesses, saying detectives were able to establish that Lawrence's actions were not justifiable under Florida law. No crap. Susan Lewis Lewis Lawrence was arrested and charged with first degree manslaughter, manslaughter, culpable negligence, battery, and two counts of assault. And one charge of being a douchebag. I I wish we could charge people with douchebaggery. Oh, that would be amazing. I love it. According to WCJB, Lorenz waived her right to an arraignment and pleaded not guilty. She is being held on $150,000 bond. Her trial is set to begin on November 13th, according November 13th. And according to body cam, Marion County Sheriff's Office showed seven incidents between February 25th, 
2022 and April 25th, 2023, where Lawrence called for the police to come at least seven times to complain about neighborhood kids playing near her yard. So it wasn't just those kids. She didn't like, she must not have liked the sound of children. In her yard are two different things. But even if it was her yard, you can't kill somebody because no. of that. No. That is just, I don't I don't understand that. There's no castle doctrine. There's no anything that will ever protect anybody who blasts somebody through their door. Give me a break. You're a douchebag. You deserve to be in jail. Sorry. Yep. So we'll have to keep a... Alleg- I, oh, wait a minute. Allegedly. She's an alleged Yep. She's an allegedly douchebag. Douche yeah. Well, there's a picture of her. She looks douchey. I'll have to check it out after. Yeah, you should. So this is the last one, guys, and this has been a longer episode, but we got to have Joe Allen on. So I was so excited. And what did we learn from the episode where we said at the end that um, if people sent their number and said, pick me, we'd call them, that you really need to listen to the full episode to the very end. Yeah, because some people didn't realize we said that. Nope, they did Shame on you. Shame, shame. You know your name. Shame, shame, shame. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This one comes from ABC News as well, and it happened in Idaho. Wait, Idaho? Yeah. Idaho? All right, moving on. I Idaho? Did I yeah. say it wrong? No, I'm just picking on you. Oh, that's mean. A 31-year-old man named Major John Kaylor was arrested this past June, again, 2023, after shooting and killing four of his neighbors. What? All family members from the same home, two of them teenagers. Let's talk about why. Yeah, we think we need to. Holly Lindsay is the Shoshone County Sheriff. She was able to confirm that Majorgen was indeed arrested and charged with the murders. He is now in the county jail. The family that was shot had apparently moved into the same multifamily home as Majorgen and his family uh, recently. Not too much info has been released yet, but there had been conflicts between the two families. Just a few days before the killings, Majorgen's wife, Kaylee, made quite the interesting post on her Facebook she said that Devin Smith, who was 18 years old um, at the time, or the, when this happened, was in his bedroom window in the view of their daughters um, that were playing outside, and he was masturbating. Ooh. Apparently, Devin and his family lived on the bottom floor of the duplex, and Majorgen and his family lived on the top floor. So this is as close as neighbors can get, right? Yeah. They're one right on top of the other. I mean, that would really upset me if I saw someone doing that in front of my children. The couple did call the police when the masturbating incident took place, and they did respond. Keep the gherkin in your pants. Yeah. Police investigated the incident, and a report was made. Police Chief Paul Twid had this to say. I stand by what my officer did, and he did everything he could at the time. Nobody could have foreseen anything like this. So I have a really quick funny story before I continue. Okay. It's about masturbating. All right. That's always fun for me. Wait a minute. Hold on. That is what she said. Okay. So in the plaza where I work, there's a little pizza place next door. Yeah. And um, it was in the summer. It was a few years back. It was before COVID. And um, I hear the owner of the the pizza store almost said (laughs) sounded like something else. Yeah. Yelling at this guy. And... My, the, we had the door open. I had a brand new client in my chair. And this never has happened, guys. This is so funny. So the police are out there, and I hear the owner of the pizza place screaming, he was masturbating. And the, the guy goes, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He goes, I opened the door, and he was masturbating. His pants are by his ankles, and he was mad. He just kept saying masturbating over and over and over. Oh, and I, I, I literally was saying to my client, 
this has never happened before. I don't know what's going on. I like shut the door, but it was hysterical. I still, I will never forget that day. And that client talks about it every time they come in now. The funny thing is, is people are gross. Oh yeah. You got to remember, I drove truck for a long time. Oh, so you saw stuff. You would be shocked if I told you how many times I have seen male and female and both together performing sexual acts on themselves while driving. On themselves. Or others. Oh. Like it's it's a thing. Like it happens a lot when you drive a truck and you look down into the vehicle next to you and you're like, oh, that guy's jerking his gherkin. Ew. I'm just saying. His gherkin. (laughs) She's uh she she's strumming strumming the the bean. Okay, let's move forward. <laughs> <laughs> the police department had every intention of charging Devin with indecent exposure. The prosecutor's office told the officer uh, the charge would be filed, but at the time of the killings, there was no record of a charge being filed online. So I mean, it probably maybe it was just taking some time for it to get filed, and I don't know something like that should, should be, be look- pretty instantly should be looked at pretty instantly, but I don't know the circumstances. Um, And it doesn't mean that it wasn't in process just because you couldn't find it online. Upon his arrest, Marjorjan admitted that he shot and killed the four family members and told the police that Devin Smith had been acting suspiciously and watching his kids. He said that he talked to Devin's mother and grandfather and they didn't take the accusations, quote unquote, seriously enough. Mm. He said he lost it and did something about it. Oof, I guess he did lose it, huh? Benjamin Allen... The prosecutor had this to say, we see a crime which was committed in a relatively horrific manner in regard to the nature of the allegations, the manner in which it was carried out and the method in which was utilized by the defendant in the course of his actions. I mean, I understand being pissed about someone exposing themselves to your young daughters, but this was above and beyond. And like you said, he, he lost it. Here is the only information known at this time. At about 6 p.m. on June 18th, Majorjan grabbed his gun and put it in his holster or in the holster that he was wearing and proceeded to go to the backyard to just, you know, simply water his plants with his little gun. Right. Obviously, both families that lived in the house shared the backyard. The police were apparently able to view video of the incident along with the gunshots, according to court documents. Kaylee, Majorian's wife, reported hearing gunshots and saw Kenna... Gordipi fall to the ground and then saw Kenneth Gordipi fall as well. Court documents also said three family members were shot point blank in the head. But Devin Smith, he was shot multiple times at close range. He was the one that was. How old was Devin? 18. Okay. Can I go off here for a second? Sure. Here's my thought with this. An 18 year old kid who is. Taking care of walking the dog. There's an old 80s Mm, thing. That's a good one. Who's walking the dog may not even notice that the the window's open. Was this even negligent? Was this just being stupid? Was he mid jerk while he was being shot? Or is this something that happened after? You know what? These are all things we're going to find out, I'm sure, during the trial. But come on, what is your thinking and what is your mentality behind? Because now you lost your whole life. Your whole life is gone. And your family. And you killed innocent people. Yes. That kid could have. I'm not saying that he wasn't anything bad because we don't know. We don't know. He wasn't actively molesting your child. Right. He wasn't actively beating somebody or trying to kill somebody. He was rubbing one out. Right. In his house. And somebody saw him. And they did go, they did say something to the parent and grandparent, but you know. That's what I need to know. Did it continue? I don't know. Or is now he just mad? I think this happened 
shortly after because it was just a few weeks before. Well, right now, who's the douchebag here? Who's the guy who shot them? Oh, that's Majorgen is well, his name. Majorgen. Now, just think about it. Somebody else is going to be taking your role in your family. I know. Think about that because your wife's going to move on. And here's my thing. If you did this to protect, quote unquote, protect your children, who's going to protect them now? Yeah. Smooth move. Unless he thinks, unless he thinks he'll get off. I don't know, Charity. In my mind, it seemed like this guy saw red for maybe the right reasons. Maybe the wrong reasons. Yeah. Seems like the wrong ones. Still but did the wrong thing. Multiple lives here. Yep. After Including shoot, your own. Yep. And his family. Yep. After shooting Kenneth Gordy B, 65, his daughter, Kenna Gordy B, 41, and her sons, Devin Smith, 18, and Aiken Smith, just 16 years old, he told his wife, quote, he did what he had to do and tell their kids he protected them. Oh, my God. That was according to the criminal complaint. No, you didn't. You were selfish. Yep. You were a dipshit. And you let your anger get a hold of you. Yeah. This kid was, I don't know. Not- I, I, I need to know more. 911 received a call at 7.20 p.m. about the incident. Police arrived promptly and found the four family members dead from gunshot wounds. Majorgin was detained immediately. Lieutenant Paul Berger had this to say, quote, this is a tragic situation that will affect the Kellogg community. Detectives continue working to establish a timeline in what led to the shooting. Documents state that the alleged shootings of the four family members were premeditated to execute vengeance and or committed in the perpetration of burglary. Idaho law states that it is considered burglary to have entered burglary to enter a house, room, or apartment with the intent to commit a felony such as murder. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. If Majorgin Kaler is convicted, he could face the death penalty. Good. I said penalty. I didn't say penalty. No, you got to say it again. Pen, 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 t- t- he t- could t- face t- the death penalty. I always add an extra T. You do, but it sounds better that way. That in in incarceration, incarcerated. Incarcerated? No. no. Never mind. It. I messed that one up too. This is so sad and senseless though. The situation could have been handled in such a better nonviolent way. So to me, it sounded like a grandfather, his daughter, and his daughter's two kids. Dead. Yep. Why? Because the 18 year old. That to me is not protecting your daughters. Protecting your daughters, if they came to you and said what they saw, you protecting them now, would be to sit down and yes. talk to them and say, I'm sorry you saw that. Now, if this 18-year-old kid was running around the backyard, jerking his gherkin, chasing the girls, But even still, shoot him? No. I mean- Say, you know what? Gift the kid a shade and say, hey, dude, I'm not sure if you're aware, but people right. can see you. Right. Right. Come on. A I'm Go so fund, aggravated A GoFundMe has been set up for the family for funeral expenses because that's four family members. It's horrible. Oh, my God. We need to keep updates on this case as well since it just happened. Yep. I- um, and there has been no convictions yet, but it sounds like the evidence is pretty damning. Oh, everything that we say is all alleged douchebags and stuff. Yeah. Unless they've already been convicted. Correct. And they're just douchebags. All hey, right. If you guys really did like the call us, call a creep show. We will do it again. We'll do it again. It was super fun It was me. so fun. I love talking to the creeps. And know what else they can do? That's super, 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 the most important thing ever that they could do ever, ever, ever if they like us. What's that? Um... They need to, if they want, they can buy us a coffee, buy merch. But the most important thing they can do is what the newest, uh, or not newest, is what the last creep did by leaving us a brand new five star. Oh, I didn't even go look. I that. looked. Yeah. So we have a new one. So if if anybody wants to show their love and keep this show going for any length of time, 
giving us those five star reviews on wherever you listen is what will help the algorithm. Do as you Mark know says. something that I discovered last week? What? Which was super cool. When we called Creeps and they got really excited and they posted about us on their Facebook page yes. and said, hey, this is cool. Yeah. Guys, share the show. Your friends That's might right. enjoy this. That's Throw it up right. on your thing and say, hey, check out these two nimwits named Mark and Charity in this yeah. show called Case Watch. And I honestly don't know other, like there's not many other podcasts that are as interactive as us. And that's what I love. We have fun. We have fun. All right. We'll see you on the next one. Bye guys. See ya. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.